1: yesterday and today. The year is 1985, and this is episode 5. This episode covers the months of October through November. (laughs) (laughs) On the weekend of October 11th and 12th, the artistic community gathered together at the Chelsea Arts Club Ball. This year's event is held at the Royal Albert Hall in London and is themed as a Venetian mouse ball. Ringo and Barbara attend in costume on October 12th. Several days later on October 21st at the Limehouse Television Studios at Cannery Wharf, London, Ringo Starr and George Harrison are among the many musicians
2: paying tribute to Sun Records recording artist Carl Perkins. Over 20 years after they began making music inspired by rockabilly pioneer Carl Perkins, George Harrison, Ringo Starr, Eric Clapton, and Dave Edmonds were united with Perkins.
3: Charm.
1: studio sat 250 specially invited guests. The occasion for this event is for a cable television special titled Blue Suede Shoes.
2: It will air on British TV New Year's Day and here next year on cable TV.
1: Carl Perkins is the
4: coolest. He does it right. He's a very good singer, a very good songwriter, a very good guitar player. He's a great showman. You know, it's everything.
5: Well, all of my friends are the blues
2: Also joining in from a more recent generation of rockers were Phantom, Rocker and Slick. I think anyone in this business uh, has to be influenced by Carl Perkins and that whole thing was no one would be here if it wasn't for Carl Perkins. There would not be any Beatles, any Stones and then after all that there wouldn't be us. I started off listening to the Beatles and the Stones when I was a kid and then I started looking at the credits especially in the Beatles records and seeing Perkins, 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 you know and listening to the way George played. So I went back to find out who this man was. One, two... (laughs) We'll <laughs> To Carl, that during a photo session, someone jokingly wondered, "Where's Bob Geldof?" You know, we called the show
5: "Callie," call <laughs> call call call
3: Calls "Callie," My
5: goodness, we'll call it anything. This is a special, really, of all the greatest things that could ever happen to me. This is my night with my friend, ladies and gentlemen. From time to time, you will be seeing some of the band members kind of go on and off, and but before it's over, you're going to know who they all are. We're going to hold on and introduce to you some of the rockinest cats you're ever going to be around. This is Dave Edmonds on guitar. Yeah. The rap on
3: that piano. This is my son Greg Perkins on bass. Yeah. And that's that Nicky on that guitar over there. He's tough. And this is Lee Rocker on double bass. Please, boys. Good.
5: Wait a minute. Sorry, I'm sorry fellas, but now you just can't do rock music without a drum.
4: Well Richie's here.
5: Richie? Yeah. I thought Ringo was gonna be here. I've heard you in many years. Yeah. You remember... Only with you. Oh, God's gonna love you for that, boy. Yeah, I hope you you don't come back another 25 years. (laughs) Ringo, in (laughs) In 1964, you recorded an old Sun record that I had. I was in the studio that night. That's what they all say.
3: (laughs) Well, I really was.
5: If you don't mind, I would like to call out a fellow who, gosh, if there ever was a a guy who could be called a great, great guitar player. This man sure can. And if you don't care, we'll just kind of intrude on your song. And uh, let's get Eric Clapton out here. Here's hey. Eric Clapton, huh? George Harrison's house the other night. He wanted me to go out there, and and, and we sat on the floor, and he uh, he knew the the licks to the old simple song. And when somebody like him, uh, Clapton, Edmonds, uh, when these guys say, "Man, all we did was do what you did," I said, no, man, don't say that. You you took a primitive bare nothing and made something beautiful out of it. That's really the way I feel. This next guest that I want y'all to have some great fun with is one of the truly greatest friends I have. And somebody said, and I know you probably heard he retired, I said, it ain't true. He will come out and he'll shake again and he is here to rock with us and celebrate tonight, my dear friend, George Harrison.
3: George! Well, well they took, took some honey from, from a tree. the tree, dressed it up in, up in the, the cold, and the boss is trying
0: to be...
4: Done, done anything like that for a while. Did that inspire you
6: to get back in more and more? I mean, you, you looked like you were having such a great time.
4: It was fun, yeah, it was fun. Carl is such a nice person and, you know, I've I've liked his songs since I was 16 or whenever they came out and uh, the people that were on the show because Dave Edmonds, you know, sort of did the musical direction. Uh, uh, he got it recorded and made sure it all sounded good. But Carl basically is so nice and all of us liked him so much. And there was this music, is the kind of music you can't help but have fun
0: doing.
3: You know that one. But I don't, don't remember the words of it. Yeah. No.
4: A good show for Carl, and
1: I think that feeling came Some across. Our
5: friends out here, yeah, do it. such beautiful music. They make it so well.
4: Excuse me, we're
5: on, uh, <laughs> we're on visual here. new nuts have in the way? No show would be complete without a beautiful young lady to do a, a song, and and I literally rocked this girl when she was a, a baby, and I'd like to rock with her right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Roseanne
3: Cash. All right!
4: I think sometime maybe to do a TV special myself and get all my mates to
0: all, you know, like we did for Carl.
1: <laughs> As a side note, fast forwarding the timeline, here is a little story Carl's son Stanley Perkins shared a few years after Carl's passing.
0: And I'll never forget, I knew George, the trek he had made from L.A. on a plane to come to my dad's funeral. And you know, I was thinking, before I went out there, I knew I was going to meet him. I thought, what can I possibly take a man that's materially got any and everything he could possibly want? And I got to thinking about when they did that Cinemax special, Rockabilly Session, Carl Perkins and had Eric Clapton, George, and uh, Roseanne Cash, Dave Edmonds was on it, Lee Rocker. And they were, my dad had played a, a red Peavy guitar. Well, that guitar also, uh, like the Switchmaster that we talked about, resided in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I called uh, Hollis Peavy, and I said, can you replace that guitar that sent the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with a guitar like it? He said, yeah, I can do that. I said, well, I'm fixing to have the Hall of Fame send me their guitar back to Jackson. I said, so you you send another to take its place up there, just like it. He said, I, I'll take care of it. So the guitar comes from Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to my home here in Jackson, Tennessee. Well, I take the guitar with me, and I have it under the bed that I'm not sleeping on. I'm in the room by myself, but it's got two two full beds on. When George starts to leave, I said, Hold on just a minute, George. I got something I want to give you. He looked kind of puzzled at me, and I reached under the bed, and I pulled the case out, and I put it on top of the bed. I said, Open it up. He opened it up, and he said, I looked at it, and then he looked, me. he said, this is guitar he played on that show that we did. I said, yep. And he said, and you gonna give me this guitar? I said, I don't know of anybody I'd rather see walk away with that guitar than you. Big tear rolled down his cheek. He said, I really appreciate it. I said, it's yours. And that was my last encounter with George Harrison standing there by the elevator holding that PV guitar.
1: Now back after the show in October of 85, Paul overdubs tracks for his next LP at Hog Hill Studios in Rye, Sussex. On October 23rd, after several weeks of negotiating, Paul McCartney resigns his recording contract with Capital EMI, ending his seven-year term with Columbia Records. One of the terms of the agreement includes Paul's increased percentage on Beatles recordings.
7: To me you are-
1: October 26th in London, Ringo and Barbara are seen on the London Weekend television program, an audience with comedian Bill Conley. Bill is not only an accomplished comedian, but he also had MC'd the concerts for Campuchia and acted and sang in the handmade film Water.
8: It's decidedly average to be here. (laughs) It's kind of live and telly, isn't it? And I've never seen so many famous people in my whole life. It's great, it's like a party at Urhez. <laughs> I love it, I start very slow. <laughs> I do, I start real slow. and uh, Because I think you're the same yourself, you know, when you, go out to, when you go to your work, not you people at the front, the working classes
7: <laughs> are back. <laughs>
8: The ones they talk about in those political programs are the ordinary people. <laughs> <laughs> All you ordinary people up there. Well, when you go to your work in the morning, like eight o'clock or whenever you start, you don't sort of go eight o'clock <laughs> and into it. You sort of relax and scratch your arse and read the paper and look out the window. Well, this is me at my work. This is, this is me. I'm doing it. I'm not in a Yop scheme. This is what I do. And it's awful. Every time I open my eyes, I'm looking at one of my heroes. It's like a nightmare.
6: On Monday, October 28th, world premiere video. This is Yoko Ono's Hell in Paradise. world premiere exclusive video from Yoko Ono, Hell in Paradise, and it's the first video from her new solo record, Star Peace. If the shooting technique looks familiar, it should. Zbigniew Rybczynski is the director, and Yoko approached Zbigniew to direct the video after she saw the Art of Noise video, which has the same shooting style. The technique, uh, they filmed the video, playing the music at half speed. And then in the editing room, they play back the footage on an optical printer with the music at normal speed. Now, of course, you may have noticed some of the size differences in the actors. Yoko uses the tallest white man in the world, Chris Green, who stands 7 feet 6 inches, and the smallest man in the world, Peter Reich. Uh, He stands 2 feet 6 inches.
1: On November 5th at the Royal Albert Hall in London, Ringo and Barbara, along with Olivia Harrison, attend Fashion Aid. Organized by Bob Geldof, Fashion Aid was part of the Live Aid event, geared to raising money for the relief of the ongoing African famine.
2: answer to Live Aid. Bob Geldorf joined the Duke and Duchess of Kent in the Royal Box for an evening of Ritz, Glitz and Razzmatazz.
4: The success of Bob Geldof's Live Aid concert back in the summer is a driving influence on tonight's event and Geldorf himself was there with the Duchess of Kent to start the show. The Albert Hall has seen nothing like it before, neither has the fashion world and
1: right now it's all going with a swing.
7: Mercury. Fashion
1: Aid being held at the Royal Albert Hall tonight. Paul and Linda McCartney did not attend the event, although they did send an audio message of support. Paul was to be found at his home studio, mixing his new album and just having some fun.
7: Singing of this song, washing windows, washing windows, running up ladders all day. Washing windows, washing windows, running up ladders all day.
4: If I were not upon the stage someone else I'd like to be Well if I were not upon the stage an engine driver me You'd hear me all day long a singing out this song Engine driver engine driver poof 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 Engine driver engine driver poof 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 I'm
7: a washing windows, a washing windows, running up the ladders all day Washing wind, there's a washing wind, there's running up ladders all day. And if I were not one step, someone else I'd like to be. If I were not one step, an old soprano me. Keep all day long, singing out my song, traveling, traveling. Oh, washing windows, washing windows, running up ladders all day. Washing windows, washing windows, hey 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 Engine driver, chuff a chuff a, hoo hoo Engine driver, chuff a chuff a, hoo hoo ooh hoo hoo <laughs>
1: on November 16th in London, on the Late Late Breakfast Show, Noel Edmonds interviews Paul as he promotes his upcoming single release, Spies Like Us. <laughs>
4: We don't get an opportunity much to, to see you on television or indeed for people to put questions to. So we had a bit of a, a go around with the audience here who seemed quite willing to come up with all sorts of questions uh, of a very interesting nature. I wonder if I could fire some of these out. Yeah. So
7: Are you wearing a vest? You're
4: going to, aren't you? <laughs> what? Are you wearing a vest? Um, no, I'm not wearing a vest, no. Have you got a favourite scar? Famous scar. <laughs> yes, but I'm not showing you. You ever broken any bones? If so, whose? Well, there's a there's a story about that. Actually. I did once break a young lady's nose, uh, Sheila Pritherick. I don't know if you're watching, <laughs> Sheila. No, it's true though. We were playing rounders, you know, and when you go, oh, and she was standing there. Sorry, Sheila. If you hadn't been with the Beatles, would you have rather been with the Trogs, the Yardbirds, or the Paper Dolls? Yes, please, that is a very good question. I think the trogs have to take the day. Who writes your Christmas cards? I do, know. Which side of the bed do you sleep on? Ooh. <laughs> Left side of, of the bed. Say the inside, is always inside. inside. <laughs> do you st- still enjoy brushing your teeth? Yes, I do. Uh, it's very good fun that, Noel. This is a piece of great I really love this. Great show, this, Noel. And when you're brushing your teeth, do you look in the mirror? Yes. Yeah. How often do you wash your hair with Grecian 2,000? Do you yeah, have a favorite soap opera? Uh, yes, I do, actually. It's EastEnders. I think we'll I bought on that one. That's made us yeah. so a great happy. Um You've got a little tune out at the moment. You've got a, a video which requires a, ditty, yes. a certain amount of explanation. It's associated with what? A film. <laughs> um, uh, I was asked to do it by a fellow director, John Landis who's made a film called Spies Like Us and he wanted me to write the song for it
7: Was it hard making Spies Like Us for the film when the title was already given to you?
4: Making the song you mean from the title? Yeah, it is pretty difficult to do that actually yeah. but uh, what I did was uh, I got the director to show me the film and I liked it and so I kind of just wrote a song with the spirit of the film in it And I got this idea that nobody else spies like us. Brilliant idea. Yes, I wanted to just make something a little bit different, so I put in this nobody else spies like us. Using it as a verb instead of a noun. And uh, it's called spies like us. And it stars Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase, who is also a place. Here's Chevy Chase.
6: I do hope to work with you again, and just to watch you work, because it's you are the best. And I felt like a child when I came over to Abbey Road with Danny to do the Spies Like Us video.
4: I often wonder, whenever you do an Abbey Road shot like that, how do you get the road empty enough? Do you have to go and do those at the dead of night? Well, it was done at night, but uh, it was, it's called a pushy American director, which is what happens. He just says, close the road. And Can all you do that? that? No, I can't, but he, <laughs> he could. You know, he's pushy. And all the taxi people go, beep, beep, what's all this then? You know, close the road. Not allowed, is it? I read a story a paper, I think, last week that, that it was so cold you had to put paper down on the floor or something. Yeah, what it was, was Dan Aykroyd, the fellow on the left there, decided to do the bare feet thing, which I'd done on yeah, the cover yeah. of Abbey Road. And actually, he, he wasn't bothered at all, but the technicians and stuff kept putting phone books underneath him to keep his feet warm. <laughs> Great.
8: Thanks very much for coming in. Thank you.
4: And good luck with the tune. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for joining really. The Silliness and making it serious for just one moment. Thank you. Ladies all. and Paul McCartney. Thank you very
8: much. Thank
1: you. On November 18th, Capitol Records in America and EMI Parlophone Records in the UK released the single Spies Like Us by Paul McCartney. Ooh, ooh
7: what do you do? No one else can dance like you. So what's all of us? There ain't nobody to spy like hey, us. Hey, what do you say? Someone took your plans away. So what's all of us? There ain't no.
2: like us, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase learning a lot about Beatles history from Paul McCartney when they were over there uh, playing around. Can you imagine being able to just sort of knock around or knock about as the English people say with Paul McCartney, just having a good time? It was
3: exciting. Well, it, was it was great, great yeah. surprise,
4: surprise, surprise, I'm coming up in a little
2: while. This is uh, very cold.
4: Uh, unusually cold in London, now. in London. It's a little bit cold, yeah, but we can get colder. Colder? Yeah. This is my fourth day in London. Um... I think it is the right time uh, for everybody in the studio. And you're in the studio, right? Uh, Yeah. Recording, recording. yeah, it's good recording weather. Recording weather. Good recording weather.
7: So
1: up in a moment. Yoko releases a new album.
4: Star Peace is the name. And what inspired it?
3: Well, it's actually Sean.
1: Julian releases a new video.
4: All for three and none for one.
1: And Ringo plays polo. When you get out there and a 4,000 pound elephant comes charging at you, wanting the same ball that you're after, which is the size of a normal polo ball, um, it's quite
0: scary. Next on Yesterday and Today. For more information or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search yesterdayandtodaypodcast on Facebook. See you next time.
9: as we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever. But to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Mark's and Spence underwear? <laughs> Don't worry, we will. You can head to our social media pages. That's Facebook.com slash YesterdayAndTodayPodcast or Facebook.com slash ThirdMen. Or you could head to Society6.com. Dot com slash Kaminsky Family Podcast. That's society the number six dot com slash K-A-M-I-N-S-K-I Family